you are now tuned into No One Watches Regular News No More Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Bogar, and this is episode 19. All right, welcome back. This is episode 19. Um, this is a hashtag. Uh, blame black men. Blame black men. It's trending. And I saw this online last night and read about it this morning. So it's sarcasm. It's a joke. It's satire. Um, if you recall back in 2016 in the uh, the first election with Donald Trump won against Hillary Clinton. Now, black women showed up in very large numbers and voted for Hillary Clinton. And black men were blamed for that election because black men did not show up in large numbers and vote. Black men just did not feel compelled to vote for a older white woman in Hillary Clinton. Ever since the inception of America, there has not been one female president ever in the Oval Office. All right, so that's a, that should tell you how America is ran by men, okay? So in that election in 2016, I was seen online after Trump won. Black men was blamed for him winning because they did not show up in, in larger numbers and vote. So black men was blamed for that election. Here it is again in 2020 election. The voter turnout is much higher. The question is, who will black men vote for? Joe Biden and Harris, or will they vote for Mike Pence and Donald Trump? So in this election, black men are again put in a very difficult situation. If Trump wins, we are blamed for it again, like in 2016. If Joe Biden wins, we would not get credit for it. So either way it goes, damn if you do, damn if you don't. It's the narrative. Blame black men and hold them accountable for the problems in the black community. Everybody else gets off the hook. So black women will not be blamed for it and they are let off the hook. So I can expect in this election, black women will vote for Joe Biden in Kamala Harris in very large numbers. The question is, will black men vote in large numbers too because of fear of Trump winning? So Joe Biden, in a sense, is the white savior that's going to save black lives. That's what we think. So we are voting in fear, emotions, not logic, not reasoning. It's fear. That's why we are voting that's why black people are being pushed and persuaded to vote for Joe Biden Harris is fear because we don't want to be under the leadership of Donald Trump and him to be representing this country. Black, uh, hashtag blame black men. So Jamel Hill claims black men just want better access to patriarchy. This is what she said on, on her podcast. So this is what she said. Um, hashtag blame black men began trending hours after podcast host Jamel Hill tweeted her opinion about what black men really want. So it's like she did a survey or had some data collected. She asked black men or she or she's a psychic. Or a median 
uh, or she can read black men's uh, minds. She stated in her tweet, I have increasingly found that many black men, she found, that many black men just want better access to patriarchy. They don't actually want it dismantled. This angered many on social media. Those many being black men, I can, I can imagine. Who use satire to troll Hill with the argument how, of how the solution to everything today in age is to blame black men. The responses of the people have not lacked entertainment. So one user wrote this. Y'all remember the crusade of the crusaders? You know, the ones who raided, murdered, and pillaged in the name of Christ. They were black men as well, man. Hashtag blame black men. The user also shared a picture to support their point. Another user wrote, Adolf Hitler was actually 45% Nigerian and was responsible for the death of 6 million Jews. Hashtag blame black men. This is the normal thing, the narrative. And it says on a serious note, Hill's tweet also invited people that wanted to distract them from the conversation of the Democratic nominee, Joe Biden. To comment on the 94 crime bill uh, was also black man's fault. This user tweeted, black men created the 94 crime bill, hashtag blame black men. Hill's comment has left social media users seething because Hill seeks to hold black men responsible for patriarchy just as the white counterparts at a time when it when it is important to acknowledge how systematic oppression and racial injustice had led to unfair treatment of a section of the population. Another string of sarcastic comments including fuck it. Black men sunk the Titanic is hashtag blame black men season. To this another user added just found out that black men, not an asteroid, got rid of the dinosaurs too. Shit's crazy. Hashtag blame black men. Another fan explained black men was actually, black men were really in cahoots with Reagan and the CIA and started the uh, war on drugs. Hashtag blame black men. So it's a, a satire, it's, it's a response to Jamil Hill's very ignorant and very uneducated opinion about what black men really want. And she thinks is patriarchy. We, li we live in a, in a society to where white men are above white women. Black men are above black women. Black women have always been given a special position in society. Always. And this, ha uh, this has been going on for a long time. Prime example, Black Lives Matter movement. You take a movement and you base it on Trayvon Martin, a young black male kill. The, the movement founders or the people that's the head of the movement are black females. And they're all gay. That should tell you how black men are held responsible and were held up and used as a tool to get ahead. So in order for us to get ahead in the 2020 election, black men have to come out and be responsible, accountable for what's to come. So if Trump wins, it's our fault.
if Joe Biden wins and we show up in, in uh, large numbers, we would not get credit for it. That's how it goes. So again, hashtag black man trends. Um, it's sarcasm, it's satire, it's a joke based on what Jamel Hill said because she thinks she knows what black men really want. What we want. And so I guess she did a survey or had some, some data collected. She's a... Went around asking black men, so what do you really want? And black men said, better access to patriarchy because we don't have that. The fuck out of here. That is far from the truth. And she has no idea what she's talking about. Like she found that many black men just want better access to patriarchy. That is not the truth. And and for her to even say that insinuates further again, this election coming up, black men just be prepared and know that if it goes down the way that I think it will go down, you're going to be blamed for it. And you will be held responsible for it because if one, it could be one or two black men that didn't vote and they find out that you didn't vote, you're catching hell. No different ice cube catching hell for simply trying to have a conversation with the Trump administration. It's that serious. All right, the next story, a man is shot nine times. Uh, a man survives being shot nine times in a alleged murder for hire plotted by his ex-wife. So his, his ex-wife wanted to have him killed, and this was over a bitter custody battle with his ex-wife, okay? A Washington man uh, survived being shot nine times at point blank range, at point blank range, by a hitman hired by his ex-wife. Baron La was in a bitter custody battle with his ex-wife over the son. La was walking to his car. Cops say a mass assassin was lying in wait, telling an accomplice he was going to cap someone, according to court documents. From the get-go, I was, I just was wondering. Who was that that my wife sent to kill me, Lie told Inside, Inside Edition. Police found a GPS tracker device on Lie's car, which they say was purchased by his ex-wife, Kelly. She was then arrested and charged with attempted murder. Now, the investigation also led to the arrest of two teenagers, a 17-year-old who was allegedly to be paid $13,000 for the hit and his 17-year-old getaway driver. The teens were also charged with attempted murder. I hope she rots in jail for the rest of her life. Lie told Inside Audition. He also said he's not angry at the teens charged in the shooting. Saying they just made a bad choice, which is true. But the incentive was the money. $13,000 to kill someone. And they took the bait. Not knowing that, hey, you know, this was not going to go to plan. Go to plan because this guy would survive and live to tell the story about being shot nine times. So what I'm going to do for you is play the audio of what the man said about his wife. And one thing that he did say was that he could deal with a a terrible wife, but he could he could not deal with a terrible mother. So by him saying this, this kind of gives you an insight of her character and who she was as a, a woman. And so here's the audio and what he said. 
Dramatic video is a woman is arrested for allegedly hiring a hitman to kill her ex-husband. He was ambushed and shot nine times, but incredibly, he's still alive. Nine shots in me, I had I think 12 uh, inches. To kill her ex-husband. He was ambushed and shot nine times, but incredibly, he's still alive. Nine shots in me, I had I think 12 uh, entry and exit wounds. Baron Lee was in a bitter custody battle with his ex-wife over their son. I could deal with a bad wife, but I couldn't deal with a bad mother. As Lee walked to his car in Bellevue, Washington, cops say a masked assassin was lying in wait, telling an accomplice he was going to cap someone, according to court documents. I took a shot behind my right leg, and that's when I fell to the ground. Um, pulled myself behind the car door. He comes around the door and he's standing over me at point blank range fired the first shot without looking it went in my chest here so he shot me uh, in the leg in the hip and twice in the arm until the clip emptied did you think this was a random attack or did you think it was something else absolutely not i mean from the get-go I, I just was wondering who was that that my wife had sent to sh kill me cops found a gps tracking device on lee's car it ended up being the victim's ex-wife who had purchased that tracker. That led police to arrest 30-year-old Sharon Kelly. The investigation also led to this 17-year-old, who was allegedly to be paid $13,000 for the hit. Cops say his getaway driver was another 17-year-old. All were charged with attempted murder. What do you want to say to her? Honestly, I hope she rots in jail for the rest of her life. Our next story is a you bet not do this and if you do you're gone so much like the proud boys you know they're them threatening a civil war if trump loses it's a fear tactic you know it's a very well-known strategy that's always used to put fear in people uh florida manufacturing ceo warns employees of layoffs of layoffs if trump loses so he's saying he bet not lose or I'm going to lay your ass off. In a move that will be swiftly prosecuted, of course, in any same country, a Florida manufacturing CEO sent out a letter warning his employees of layoffs should Donald Trump lose in the up and coming election. Daniels Manufacturing Company's president, George Daniels, warned of the potential layoffs in a letter that came along with his employees recent pay stubs so imagine you getting a pay stub and a letter is given to you stating trump bet not win or you fired so that's basically how it is it went i can imagine the company manufacturer tools and components in the aerospace fear a sector of the economy that has been roughly uh that has been hit hard by the covid19 downturn less commercial flight means less demand for tools and parts to work on planes daniel argues in the letter that the military contracts keep uh, contracts keeping the company afloat could dry up under a Democratic president. If Trump and the Republicans win the election, DMC will hopefully be able to continue operating more or less as it has been operating lately. That's only if COVID-19 cases don't spike. Right now in Dallas, the cases are spiking is going up. So it's not like people are traveling more. So his logic doesn't make sense. Daniels wrote, however, if Biden and the Democrats win, DMC could be forced to begin permanent layoffs in late 2020 and or early 
2021. According to WESH, Daniel has donated over $600,000 personally and through his company to the cause of electing Donald Trump and other Republicans. Uh, his Orlando-based business boasts a massive Donald Trump flag on the flagpole. Out front, he issued a statement on the letter saying that he felt he needed to warn his employees. It's like, yo, I'm warning y'all. I like Trump. If he don't win, I'm going to fire your ass. You, you get laid off. I have been doing this for years, he said. I have an obligation to let workers know what could happen based on the outcome of an election. They certainly should vote for the candidate they want. He is so dishonest about that. <laughs> At least one employee claimed he was quitting over what he viewed as, uh, yeah, of course. It's in, you, you cannot intimidate somebody like that. You know, people are going to feel some kind of way when you give them a letter and warning them about the outcome of the election that you could get laid off. So as a, re as a result, an employee quit over what he viewed as a form of intimidation. Stan Smith told WESH that he's leaving his position over the letter. I don't feel like it was correct to do something like that, Smith said. Of course not. It's, it's inappropriate, it's unprofessional to promote your uh, your views for politics openly like that, especially when you are the CEO of a company, when you own a company, it's not correct to boast and brag and let people know how you feel when it comes to politics. Who you want to vote for? You have a huge Trump flag out in front. People feel some kind of way. So if you can talk about your views when it comes to politics, why can't other people talk about their views? So, you know, this guy Stan Smith feels some kind of way about, you know, him giving out this letter. It's intimidation. You can't do that. You can't force people to vote for Trump because you're warning them if Trump loses, I'm going to lay you off. You know, this is completely unprofessional. If he does so, he could be prosecuted for this. Because on any job, you can't use your personal views, whether it's political or you can be religious. And you choose to use your personal views to then discriminate against other people that don't share the same views you know so in his book he's wrong for even acting this way towards his employees who are the ones that are responsible for his company operating he's not the one on the floor doing the work he hires people to work for him they're the ones doing the work so they deserve much more respect than what they're getting from their ceo and if my in my opinion i think everybody that works for his company should quit just just quit and find a different job because this guy does not understand you can't do that. It's wrong. All right, this next story uh, is, again, you can't do these things. In, in our society, you can't not do this. Maryland men are arrested after threatening to kidnap, kidnap, kill Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. You cannot do this. It don't matter who you dislike. You cannot threaten them and... You're going to beat him up or kill him. That's not acceptable. Um, a Maryland man charged with threatening to kidnap and kill Democratic nominee Joe Biden and his running mate Kamala Harris has been arrested, according to published reports citing law enforcement officials. The man identified as James Dale Reed detailed graphic threats against Biden and Harris in a handwritten letter 
that in part stated when he captured Grandpa Biden, we will all severely beat him to the point of death and both Biden and Harris will be executed on TV. That's going too far. According to a criminal complaint filed in the U.S. District Court in Maryland, Reed is 42 years old, left the letter on the doorstep of a resident in Frederick, Maryland on or about October 4th, who has several Biden-Harris signs were in the front yard, according to the complaint. The likeness of Reed was captured by a doorbell ring device, according to the complaint filed by a special agent for the Secret Service, but the resident did not recognize Reed. The subject on the video appeared to be a white male wearing a beanie hat, gloves, and, a, and it says a military-like uh, windbreaker. And authorities later identified the man as Dale. The criminal complaint said Reed was arrested Friday, according to reports. He was known to law enforcement for making a complaint against a person under Secret Service protection in 2014, according to the complaint. So this guy went too fucking far and thought that it was okay to threaten Joe Biden Harris. Now, it does not matter that you don't like them and what they stand for, but don't go that far to threaten to kill somebody. You know, you cannot go that far. This guy went too fucking far and felt the need to then make and think it was okay to write a letter, then leave it. And detailed graphic information about how you're going to kidnap Grandpa Joe and kill them on national TV. That's just not something you want to say and think that you will be you will be able to get away with it. That's not acceptable. Hey, y'all, uh, this story is about Chris Pratt. Uh, now, he caught heat because he didn't join his fellow Avengers in a fundraiser for Joe Biden and Twitter piled on. So people were upset because Chris Pratt did not join a fundraiser for Joe Biden. And the speculation was that he's a secret Trump supporter. So his absence at this fundraiser was evidence that he supports Donald Trump. Now, Chris Pratt is the star of the movie Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, he's he's catching hell for this. So he was not at a fundraiser. He was absent. And from there, people began to speculate this. And they even criticized his Christian faith in a church he attends, which was in the mix of some issues last year. Okay, and this is how it began. The attention began enough on Saturday when screenwriter Amy Berg posted pictures of four actors named Chris. It was Chris Pat, uh, Pratt, Chris Penn, Chris Evans, and Chris Hemsworth. Along with the line, one has to go. One has to go is a common Twitter meme in which people vote out the least popular of four options. When people began to select Pratt, they mentioned his membership in a conservative church and speculated that he supports Donald Trump. Again, we jump to conclusions because we don't like a person for personal reasons. So because people don't like Donald Trump, they jump down Chris's Pratt neck, his throat, because he decided that he did not want to attend a fundraiser for Joe Biden. So now he has to hear what people got to say and speculate that he secretly supports Trump.
Now, Chris Pratt, uh, it says when people began to select Pratt, they mentioned his membership in a church. And they speculated that he supports Trump, Chris Pratt, because now they chose him, Chris Pratt, out of the four actors. Chris Pratt, because he's MAGA. He's the worst, Chris, one Twitter user wrote. Soon people began mentioning his absence at the fundraiser as proof. Another Avenger who is not there for the event for Biden, however, Robert Downey Jr. has not been called out for his absence. So they called out Chris Pratt because of his connection with the church and and the speculation was that he supports Trump. So I take it Chris Pratt is not as popular as Robert Downey Jr. Because Robert Downey Jr. also who plays Iron Man was not there at the fundraiser and he didn't get the same heat as Chris Pratt. So see how we pick and choose who we want to attack. So this whole cancel culture thing is a joke because people pick and choose who they want to attack and don't. Chris Pratt catches hell all because he attends a church that's conservative and he does not believe in certain things, which is okay. That's his life. He can live his life the way he wants to live it. That's cool. But be fair, if Chris Pratt catches hell, Robert Downey Jr. should also catch hell. But Chris Pratt caught it worse. So this whole cancel culture thing is a terrible thing to uh, say. It's dangerous because it puts certain people on the hot seat and certain people don't. It just depends on who you like. Again, it's always a personal matter. When it comes to this election, it's all about who you don't like and don't like. People like Joe Biden more than Trump. So it's personal. Like Chris Pratt not being at a fundraiser, just like Robert Downey Jr. was not there. So people began to speculate that he supports Trump in a secret way. Which, even if he does support Trump, that's his, his fucking business. It's nobody's business. It's nobody else's business if he supports them, if he votes for them, that's his business. But stop trying to pick and choose who you want to execute on a social media platform and who don't, who you don't. It's, it's not fair. So if you're going to be fair, also put Robert Downey Jr. on the chopping block in the hot seat for not being there at the fundraiser for Joe Biden. It shows you once you align yourself with certain ideas, people begin to develop an opinion about you. And how they feel. I because of your personal beliefs. They don't like what you believe in. So they feel some kind of way. So Chris Pratt. After Chris Pratt caught heat. For not being at a fundraiser for Joe Biden. But it was not the same for Robert Downey Jr. Alright next story is. Candace Owens mocks black people in defense of 50 cents endorsement. Of Donald Trump. This is a, another example of how you can jump to conclusions just to support your idea of what you believe. 50 Cent posted a picture on his Instagram page. It says top tax rates by state, California, New Jersey, New York State, New York City. The caption reads this. What the fuck? Vote for Trump. I'm out. Fuck New York. The Knicks never went anyway. Don't care. Trump doesn't like black people. And then he says 62% are out of your fucking mind. 
50 Cent has a habit of being sarcastic, funny, joking, beginning beefs so he can promote certain projects. He has done this in the past. It does not mean that 50 Cent supports Trump. And the same way the Democrats use celebrities, Republicans do the exact same thing. Conservatives do the exact same thing. They will use celebrities as proof. Look, he supports them, so should you. They do it all the time. So 50 Cent, like Ice Cube, is being used as a pun in the game, as a stepping stool to promote a particular candidate. So Candace Owens is this very outspoken, outspoken woman, and she's trying to galvanize black people to get black people to leave the Democratic Party with Brexit. You know, that's... Her ideas and what she want to do. But it does not mean that's the ideal of all black people. We feel differently when it comes to politics. So she's outspoken and she kind of demeans black people in a very blatant way. Um, she does not like that black people are trying to cancel 50 Cent because of, of his alleged endorsement of Trump, which is not true. In an eight minute rant. Candace shared that she was late getting the information about Queens rapper decision to support Trump. And he's from the same borough as 50. Again, it's a picture on 50 cents Instagram page where he talks about, you know, the tax race, whatever. Candace almost defended 50 because she was just seeing so much ignorance in, in the comments from the majority of black people saying they're done with him. The cancel culture thing is a joke. Uh, the popular right wing influencer stated that people were saying that the rapper betrayed his people because he was rich. She said being rich had nothing to do with it. In her mind, people are angry at, at 50 Cent because he's smart and they're not. And again, I hate how she demeans black people sometimes in what she says. She could do it in a very a way that's, uh, that's smarter. And very unbiased, but she doesn't. So in this audio, uh, this is what Candace Owens says. And so you can listen and then give your opinion about what you think. I was about to head to dinner, but I decided to hop on my live because I saw, I know I'm about three hours late, that 50 Cent basically just posted on his Instagram and Twitter a couple of hours ago um, that he's voting for Trump. And the reasons why quick little screenshot he put of the tax rates that are going up in various states and what it would look like under Joe Biden, rather, um, which is something like 60% in New York, 62% in California. I mean, these numbers are insane. You've never seen them. But I really quickly want to just uh, say something to defend 50 Cent because I am just seeing so much ignorance in his comments um, from majority of black people saying they're done with him and it's because he's rich and he's betrayed them. No, it's because he's smart and you're not, okay? And I'm going to explain to you now what you don't understand about what he's saying because tax cuts are not for the rich and this is what is this is what happens. This lack of understanding is what happens when a school system gets washed of actual education. So instead of learning about uh, taxes and about tax revenue and tax rates and how it works, you guys are learning about Black Lives Matter and white privilege and mm, why you should be sad because you're black and how it hurts and here's your safe space none of you are learning anything you have no idea what you're talking about you are really just give yourselves an old school no fives okay if you actually believe 
that Joe Biden is only going to raise taxes for people that are making more than $400,000. Because what it shows is that you, you, you have to be extremely ignorant about economics, okay? You're just extremely ignorant about economics. So first and foremost, there's a packet that I want you to read, an essay by Thomas Sowell called um, uh, Trickle-Down Economics and Tax Cuts for the Rich. I have it somewhere behind me. I'm going to grab it in a second so you can go read it and understand what tax cuts for the rich actually means because it's the only thing that actually helps poor people with their taxes. Poor people pay less taxes, okay, when rich people pay less taxes. Let me explain to you how that works, okay? So 50 Cent is saying, I'm not paying these taxes. All right, so you heard the audio of Candace Owens and what she was saying. Um, the only valid point she made was the tax cuts is never for the rich. It's always for the middle class, lower class people. This is true. Now, what 50 Cent didn't need is for anybody to think that they're speaking on the behalf of 50 Cent. This is what I hate. When people jump the gun, jump to conclusions... 50 Cent never needed her or anybody else to defend them in what they believe. If 50 Cent endorses Donald Trump, let him say it. Stop thinking that a, a picture and a few words on a, a caption on the picture means everything. It does not mean anything unless 50 Cent said it. So 50 Cent did not need Kenneth Owens or anybody else jumping to defend him. He, he don't need that. That's 50 Cent. But Kenneth Owens, like a lot of popular conservatives, are using this as ammunition to support their cause and why black people should vote for Donald Trump. How you vote, like I said before, how you vote is your business. Exercise your right to vote. Who you vote for is your business. I don't have any reason why I should persuade you or influence you to vote. Not vote for somebody. That's your business. I vote for who I vote for. You vote for who you vote for. It used to be a time where politics and your religious beliefs were private. You did not talk about this in a, a public platform. Now it's cool. And what it has done is it has created even more division to where people cannot even have a constructive dialogue about politics. But Candace Owens... 50 Cent did not need Candace Owens to jump to his defense and defend her, him, and what he believes or, or who he endorses. He don't, he don't need that. It's just her and like everybody else that supports Trump that's very popular. They're going to use this and say, look, it's proof that Ice Cube and 50 Cent likes Trump. They endorse him. They didn't say that. That's just you using that to build up your followers and and persuade more people it's not your position it's not your decision to make this all right so that's the end of my podcast no one watches regular news no more podcast i'm your host carrie bogar and i will be back real soon with episode 20 y'all have a good day Thank you for listening to No One Watches Regular News No More podcast hosted by me, Kerry Bogart. Stay tuned for more topics.